I'm pressing record. Please. I'm opening a beer. Excellent. <laughs> that tracks. What? That tracks. Is that a saying that people say? Uh, I think so, but not in this context. Cool. Probably makes no sense. Glad we sorted that one. Mm. Should we begin? Yeah. Start? Yep. Do this thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah? And we're broadcasting, apparently. Hello and welcome to Game the System Podcast, episode 42, The Meaning of Life, The Universe, and Everything, <laughs> right? Yep. Not this podcast, but the number 42. Mm. Uh, it's a podcast about the people that play retro, arcade, modern, pinball, board games, and everything in between. It's the 23rd of May, 2019, and my name's Mark Bell. My name's John. My name's... <coughs> oh. Failed already. Right at Failed. out of the gate. Failed. <laughs> and you're not even sick. No. I, I mean, we just had dinner. <laughs> is that a fair excuse? Yeah, isn't it? Did you have some barley stuck in your throat? Just had barley. dinner. Can't talk. Yeah. Barley. That was in the in the thing. Oh. We'd hope so. Yeah. Hmm. My name's Matt. <laughs> And uh, I feel like I do need to make a qualifier because I'm um, coming off a cold. Mm. In fact, it's the third cold in a row, which is unheard of. Mm. I mm. got a sore throat. I, it developed into a cold, you know, snot and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Just got over it. Then I got another sore throat into another cold. And then I just got over it and then another sore throat and another cold. This has never happened before. Mm. I'm generally... A very healthy person. <laughs> but for whatever reason this year, I'm getting destroyed. Mm-hmm. So as a qualifier, my voice is going to be a little bit more croaky and teenage breaky more than usual. <laughs> um, okay. Sounds good now, but maybe after, you know. Yeah, after I've talked a little bit. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. But Matt's got no excuse, but apparently oh. he ate some food and then... You know, you can't talk. That's enough, yeah. 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 <laughs> it happens, apparently. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, the T-shirt giveaway that won't end. What? Mm. Wait, what? We gave away some T-shirts. Mm. Then we, and we say we, or I say we, meaning I, mm. <laughs> um, realised there was another shirt. Mm-hmm. There was a fifth shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we gave or made that available to be given away on the podcast with the question, how many balls does Spider-Man have? Mm. And we had a person respond, yeah. <laughs> and that person would be Mark Williams. Mm-hmm. And he wrote a bit of a book. <laughs> how can you write a book about how many balls Spider-Man has? It's hard to say. But Mark Williams found a way. <laughs> I feel like he's missed his calling in some kind of academic uh, mm. career. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. But I'm going to read this book. Really? Verbatim. Wow. Yes. Despite your croaky throat. Yes. We'll see how we go. All right. I'll just sit back and enjoy the show. <laughs> 
And to be fair to Mark, I guess, mm. it's not as much of a book as what I first thought it was when oh, I saw it. So you're exaggerating. I might have been exaggerating and maybe I was drunk at the time okay. when I first opened these emails. Okay. And it seemed like, oh my God, there's paragraphs worth of text here. Indented paragraphs? Not that I recall. Well, maybe he can't be an academic then. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> But either way, there's a fair bit of content here. So let's delve into how many balls Spider-Man has. Are we ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, in the above realm, this is Mark speaking. Mm. In the above realm, it would be hard to quantify. In the pinball realm, it's also a little difficult. Stern's Spider-Man has four balls physically installed in the machine... And they can all be simultaneously in play with dual multi-ball or add a ball to the three ball. Mm -hmm. Are we following? Mm -hmm. Each turn a player has a ball. Regardless of how many balls are physically involved during the turn, traditionally, this machine will be set to three, stern recommended default, or five balls. I'm having trouble tracking the sentences, to be honest. (laughs) But modern machines provide for a lot of flexibility in the settings for this. Some may count extra balls as additional to the ball count. Do you want a computer booster? What's a computer booster? This plastic tub to bring the computer higher, closer to you. That's a pretty good idea, actually. (laughs) Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Let's get this computer closer to my face Is that so enough? I can read these sentences a little easier. <laughs> so where was I? Some may count extra balls as additional to the ball count, which in this case would potentially add just one, as that's all this machine will give. But the machine really just runs an extra ball as a redo of the current ball and doesn't increment the count. Are we still following? No. <laughs> That's good, because neither am I. (laughs) On Gottlieb's Amazing Spider-Man, which is another pinball machine, Mm -hmm. another Spider-Man pinball machine, Mm -hmm. there should only be one physically installed ball as there is no multi-ball. The game length is either three balls or five balls, with a preference for five in this case. Mm. Extra balls can double the original allotment as one and one only. Can be awarded during each ball played. In the case of Peter Parker and his human aspect should have provided him with two balls at birth, (laughs) but his spider aspect may have added another two. Standard allotment for spiders also. Really? Which would make for the total of four balls. Yeah, okay. Two for spiders, not four for spiders. (laughs) No. Okay. As his human and spider features coexist. There is no transformation from man to spider and back. Actually, this is more of a book than I... Yes. <laughs> he merely dons his costume and human and spider features are always present. Hmm. The fact that radiation was involved in his genetic commundling may have produced unpredictable results in the ball count department. And then he attaches two pictures of custom printed pinball balls that have Spider-Man artwork on them. <laughs> <laughs> I need a break after that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So, then he he emailed again. Oh, really? (laughs) Yes. Before we find the nearest Amazing Spider-Man and march around it singing, Spidey has only got one ball, (laughs) 
<laughs> I've just confirmed my suspicion that it did have another tucked away in the supplementary tilt mech of that era machine. Mm. Then he links to a picture of the rolling ball tilt mechanism oh. inside the machine. Oh, that, that, was that a thing? Yeah. Huh. Never heard of that. Yeah, so in my Xenon machine, it's got a... Um, it's got a... It's not really a... So you've got a tilt bob, mm. which is the pendulum that swings in that inner ring mm. thing. But then you've also got this ball that's on a um, kind of like a rail. Mm. And it just sits there at the front end of the machine. But then if you lift it up, it'll roll back and then land on a switch. Mm. And then that'll count as a tilt. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes sense. Mm. And that's the thing in this era of machine. Mm. So that's Mark Williams talking about how many balls Spider-Man has. Comprehensive. I would say so. Mm. But, so he's saying since both spider features and human features are present, that means that he would have both human balls, two human balls, and two spider balls. Potentially. But he doesn't have like eight spider legs and his human legs. Mm Mm-hmm. So... I'm assuming that there's just two balls. I would assume so too. <laughs> yeah. I think he was hypothesizing and I suppose presenting it's options. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm. Because I can like I like I mentioned when we started this competition, I can imagine a few scenarios. Mm. Yeah. Did you imagine anything you didn't mention? It's pretty close to what he mentioned, so um I imagined Stern Spider-Man. I imagined Gottlieb Spider-Man. And then I imagined Physical Spider-Man, which he covered all three. Mm. It wasn't just that, though. The number of balls present in the machine, the number of balls you play in a game. Mm. Yeah, and extra balls. And yeah, so Mm. he took it to another level. Mm. (laughs) And potentially there's more options. Who knows? Are there any... uh, I'm sure that he probably would have mentioned it, but there's no... um Captive balls in Spider-Man. Oh yeah, I, I, I don't. He would have said is. so if there was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I have faith. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. He wouldn't miss such an obvious thing. No. <laughs> and Mark has just joined the Discord channel. Okay. Oh. Ooh. Hi, Mark. He may or may not know <laughs> how to join the voice channel. Oh. Okay. I'm just typing to him now. I just had to check. But spiders seem to have two balls. <laughs> I wasn't sure because they have more than two eyes. So maybe mm. they have like an array. <laughs> yeah. Uh, an array of testicles balls. as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's possible. Well, maybe they well, have kaleidoscope balls. I have, I have a diagram right here. Cool. Yeah. I'm glad you showed me a picture of a spider's balls. Well, it's it's a drawing. <laughs> right. It's, it's yeah. an artist impression. Yes, yes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Cool. So, um, regardless how accurate any of that was, uh, he won the t-shirt. Okay. Cool. Because not only did he answer it comprehensively, he also answered it. Mm. So, <laughs> those were the two qualifiers mm-hmm. of the competition. Answering it. Yep. Yes. Mm. So, good on Mark. I've already given him the shirt, which is, again, a shirt donated to us by AMD, Amusement Machine Distributors. 
Thank you very much for those guys uh, giving us those shirts to give away. Mm. That's yes, pretty awesome. Mm. Uh, Mark Williams offered further thoughts on the forum. Of the spider thing? No. Oh. Of other things. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. So, uh, we talked about Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, yeah. And we mused about... The, the movie. The movie, mm. as well as the animated series. Right. Uh, he mentions that Sonic Boom, I think you mentioned Sonic Boom, yep. the animated series, yep. ran for two seasons over 2014-2017. I didn't think it was that late. Hmm. But this is the information I've got here. I'm just going by what Mark says. Okay. Hmm. Um, he says it's really quite amusing, self-parody, self-reference, well worth a look. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Endorsement by Mark Williams. <laughs> Check out Sonic Boom, the animated series. Interesting. I'm, yeah, I'm a little bit unsure about that, but sure. Um, and on comedians in cars getting coffee, mm-hmm. um, he mentions that apparently Seinfeld, an automobile enthusiast and avid collector, owns a collection of about 150 cars which includes a large, large Porsche collection. He mm. rented a hangar at the Santa Monica Airport in Santa Monica, obviously, California, for an extended period of time during the 1990s for storage of some of the vehicles in the collection. In 2002, Seinfeld purchased property on the Upper West Side of Manhattan in New York City, where he built a $1.4 million two-story garage to store part of his Porsche collection. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I think that just goes to show how much money you made off that show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jerry Seinfeld did all right. Yeah. I think the $1.2 million uh, garage would be nothing compared to the cost of all those cars yeah. accumulated. Yeah. Yep. And that $1.4 million garage is probably worth a lot more now mm. compared to in the 1990s. Well, that was to build it. Is that, that's, that was the cost to build, right? I think so. But the location, mm. Mm. you know. Mm. Uh, wow. He also posted a fair bit of info regarding the shadow pinball repair that you did, John. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of really cool stuff in that, so readers can check that out on the forum. Mm-hmm. Um, did you check some of that information out? or? Uh I actually haven't really had a chance to go on there for ages. Um, as I told you guys recently, I have been a little frustrated because I did get the reset return. Uh, you know, I kind of expected it to do it again. Uh, but when it did happen, I just like put it away and I haven't touched it since then because it was just really frustrating. <laughs> right. Because you think you're making progress mm. and then that happens and you're just like, oh, God, I'm back to... Like, I have to go back to fixing this issue again. And there's probably multiple issues that all are um, causing that voltage drop, which is, you know, causing the reset, mm-hmm. um, which I probably, yeah, need to look at. But I don't really have the technical knowledge to understand what's going on, really. So uh, there's only so much I can do. It's really frustrating from my point of view. And I really just want to replace that board. Mm-hmm. Um uh, but I can't do that right now because it's a bit expensive and also I'm not really sure where to get one from. Mm. So, um, 
yeah, I don't know. And then I found out I have to move, so I'm just like, ah. Yeah, that's going to take precedent. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be very disruptive. But also want to make sure it's all, like, secure and stuff when it gets moved Mm. and nothing's, like, flapping around. Because at the moment that uh, MPU board, I believe it is, or I I thought it was a CPU board, but it seems to be called the MPU board. Uh, Mm. It's where the central processor is. Um it's just sitting in the back. <laughs> it's not screwed in at the moment. Yeah. It's just being held by like the ribbon cables and stuff that are plugged into it. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to re-screw uh, that in and yeah. Hmm. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, Evan Weston. Multiple Street Fighter 2 world record holder responded on Twitter about the uh, Capcom Home Arcade that we talked about. Oh, yeah. Yes, which I was pretty positive on. You guys seemed a little bit less sure. Yeah, it's cool, but it's a lot of money and, Mm. yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and the amount of games, I think, is a a criticism. Mm. And uh, Evan just says, uh, as a huge Capcom fan... It's disappointing to him uh, not to get things like Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Street Fighter Alpha 2, 3, Street Fighter 3 Third Strike, Hyper Street Fighter 2 Anniversary Edition, which I only just found out is a game, mm. um, Vampire Savior 2, Cadillac, Cadillacs and Dinosaurs, Punisher, etc., etc., etc. Being a 2L12B panel, what? which is a... Mm-hmm. Two something and twelve button. Oh, two thing. Two. It's two joystick, right? Yeah, but two L. I don't know. Two stick. Yeah. So not including the most iconic two-player f- fighters is meh mm. to Evan, and I can understand that. Mm. that uh, like we said in the podcast previous. It's a little bit bizarre that it's a giant two-player control panel, yet a lot of the games are just single-player. Mm. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, it definitely seems like there's so much more room for more games and different experiences, and there must be there must be planning to add more to it later. You'd hope so. But hopefully you don't have to pay for that. I don't know how that would work. Mm. Yeah, don't know. Who does know? Capcom probably knows. (laughs) Carey on the forum writes, uh, and he quotes, Billy Mitchell's an arse, but he's an arse everybody wants to see. Can you pin pin that to Mark's Twitter? It's flaming gold. (laughs) So apparently I said that in a previous podcast. Yeah. Mm. I don't remember saying it, but I said it. I think I vaguely remember it, but yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Hmm. I think it was pretty early, early on, when we were talking about the whole thing. Mm. Mm. But yes, he's definitely an ass. Uh, he also links to a video of a fan-made NES John Wick game, which uh, actually looked pretty cool, I thought. I don't know if you guys saw it. No. Okay, it's in the forum. Um, but yeah, I, I had issues with some of the narrative. I mean, it only goes through oh. one level, yeah. but in that one level... I had issues with what it was doing. <laughs> okay. But that's fine. It's yeah. fan-made. I mean, it's not meant to be canon or any what? of these kind of stuff. Oh. It, so. it doesn't... It's not respectful to the movie? 
it has John Wick. Yeah. And he Th- walks along and shoots people. That's what John Wick does. It was there a dog? There was a dog. Mm. Mm. Wait, what? Is the dog okay? No spoilers. Oh. That's what I'm saying. We can't spoil <laughs> it right now. I haven't seen any John Wick movies. Uh-huh. You should at least see the first one. Okay. The first one's really, really good. The third one's great. Mm. The second one's kind of okay, but the mm. first one's fantastic. Okay. And you can watch it on Netflix and all those sort of things. Mm-hmm. Does he do like Neo-style fighting? Uh, not slow motion stuff. Mm. It's all in real time. Mm. Yeah, but he's basically invincible. Okay. Yeah. Cool. He kills people. <laughs> lots and lots and yeah. lots of people. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And it's really cool. <laughs> okay. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, we started a Discord. Mm. Let me say that sentence again. We started a Discord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think it's going pretty well. Mm. Uh, we've got a bunch of people in there, probably about 12, 13 people there now. Um, we are also attempting right now to project our voices into the Discord as we're recording this podcast. Yes. So that, uh, people can respond to us in the chat. I don't know if that's working or not, but hopefully it is. Um, but this is a work in progress. We'll see what happens. We're just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. That sounds accurate. <laughs> that sounds pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, as I accidentally load Outlook. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> ah, work. <laughs> ah. I know. I don't want to see those emails. Uh, but no, we've got some really good people in the chat already. Mm. I mean, it's only been live for a, maybe a week or two. Um, but, you know, we have the three of us, mm. obviously. Mm. Um, but we also have Evan in there, Ben Banasic, so owner of MacArthur Game Traders, as well as the first person in the world to get a max out in columns <laughs> is Ben Banasic. Full stop. I thought it was just PAL. No, it's NTSC, actually. Wow. Yeah. That is You mean you're not keeping up with Ben's columns achievements? He's going to be very offended. I know he's good at columns, mm-hmm. apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, Not apparently, verified. Yeah. Verified, good at columns. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's going to be very offended. <laughs> he's going to have words to you next time we see him. I just imagined like a stamp that says, good at columns, verified, stamp it on his <laughs> forehead. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ben. Yes, you should be. I know. I know you're good. We also... In the chat have uh, Tenka, who holds mm. the speedrun world record on Mortal Kombat, Darkstalkers, Mortal Kombat 11 Combat Tower, Virtual Fighter, and a shitload of other games. Mm. So he's a very accomplished mm. speedrunner. Plays most of them on keyboard, right? Keyboard, mm. yeah, which is crazy. Mm. Ben Campbell, owner of 1989 Arcade Bar. Mm-hmm. Dennis Edmonds, who is the Double Dragon world record holder. Mm-hmm. Um, and a bunch of other really cool, passionate gamers. So, mm. there's some really awesome people in the chat. Mm. So people that certainly know a lot more about what they're talking about than we do. Exactly. Or maybe I should say I do. Well, you know, I didn't want to say. <laughs> 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 no, so please come and join us on the Discord. Um, mm. I think it's a lot of fun. 
Yeah. I'm brand new to Discord, but I'm loving it. Mm. I think it's great that we can chat to all these guys, talk about games, talk about pickups, talk about arcade, retro, Mm -hmm. modern games, all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, you might be chatting away on your desktop and then you walk away to... I don't know, for instance, me at work, go get a coffee. Mm. While I'm waiting for the coffee to be made, I look on my phone and the chat picks up from exactly where I left off. Yep. Um, it's yeah. a lot of fun. It's very seems very well made, the app. We're sounding like we're sounding. Okay. Yeah. So we can get live Mm. feedback from at least Ben. He can tell us all about columns. (laughs) And how excellent he is at it. Did Mm. you know that he was the first person to max out columns? NTSC, not just PAL. Yeah, you didn't know that. This is all going to come out (laughs) in the podcast. (laughs) So, uh, Ben's going to be very upset <laughs> with you, specifically, He'll John. be fine. Hmm? Look, it wouldn't be the first time. No, that's It wouldn't true. be the first time that I've disappointed him. That is true. Uh, and also, that's so unusual. <laughs> Me upset with John? Oh, my God. Hang on. Mark's typing. Typing an epic. It has been a while. We might have to sit back for a bit. He's not in the voice channel. No. no, he needs to join the voice channel. Someone needs to tell him to join the voice channel. Meanwhile, let's uh, continue on with the pod. Yep. Because I'm getting picked up at 11, so we're quickly running out of time. Hmm. So, Discord. Yep. It's a thing. Oh, it's yeah. happening. It's good. It's, uh... it's easy to use, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> we get there in the end. Right. We're all new yes. to Discord. Yes. So... We're getting there. So, how can people join? That's uh, a great question, Matt. Good I'm question, glad Matt. you asked. <laughs> and that segues beautifully in my next sentence. So, come and join us at Discord at uh, discord.gg slash y2g6. What? What? Okay. Is that, are they all like this? Yeah. You can't have late game the system. Oh, we probably could. I don't know how... 
This is something Can you need to do, Matt. You're the you're the tech guy. Okay, okay, go start over. <laughs> Discord.gg slash y2g6 uppercase s seven uppercase f. Mm. F for foxtrot. Sure. Mm. Right. And uppercase s for s- sure. Sierra. Yeah. And uppercase and lowercase matters, right? In these short URLs. Uh, in the, okay, it matters in URLs, but. Probably, yeah. If they're putting it in, I'd say so. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so come and join us at that link. I will put that link in the show notes. Um, like I said, we've got a huge bunch of really cool people chatting mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. We've even got the live broadcast of the podcast working now. It didn't take yeah. long. Not at all. User-friendly. Instant. Pretty much instant. <laughs> <sighs> we still haven't got Mark in there yet, though. Soon. Soon. I'm pretty happy with how many people we've introduced to Discord because of this, though. Yeah, I well, agree. A lot of people never used it before. Yeah, well, like I said, I never used it until we started yeah. this thing, so mm-hmm. it is really good. Yeah, it's, there's some cool things you can do with it. So why don't we talk about what we've been doing in games? Mm-hmm. Um, I know you always want to kick off first, John. Ah, uh, no, I'm I'm easy, <laughs> but I do have something. You've been left burning field, away to mention this. Well, it's as per the Retro Gamer magazine, the twenty top twenty five Master System games. Holy uh. shit! <laughs> we've done a best of Master System before. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see where Retro Gamer ends up compared to us. Shall I just call them out? Yeah. Uh, hang on. No. No? Yes. Is this a reader poll or a Retro uh, Gamer editor poll? <laughs> retro Gamer readers turned out in droves to vote readers. for their favourite games on Sega's 8 console. Readers don't know what they like. It's true. And polls aren't accurate. It's true. We know all this because we just had an election. Mm. Despite all that, <laughs> do you want to hear the top 25? <laughs> I am desperately wanting to hear this top 25. There's also a Commodore 64 one if you're interested in Ooh. that. Oh. Are you more interested in that? Uh, let's go Master okay. System. I think it's more relevant to more people. 25, Operation Wolf. Okay. What? Anyway, keep going. The Master <laughs> System's well, light 25. phaser <laughs> peripheral gun game. Sure. What's the Master System gun called? Is it Phaser? Is it light Phaser. Oh. I believe. Hmm. Yeah. Light Phaser. Uh, California Games, 24. Footbag. Mm. Yeah. Mm. 23, Bubble Bobble. Oh. 23? Yeah. The Master System version of Bubble Bobble is pretty much... It is the best 8-bit version of Bubble Bobble. So mm. I'm surprised it's only at 23. There better be 23 fucking awesome Master System games. 22? <laughs> 22 is Master of Darkness. That's the Castlevania clone. Uh, yeah. uh, 21, Glovelius Valley of Doom. Looks like an RPG of some type. What's it called? Glovelius? Valley of Doom? Uh, I think I know it. Yes. It looks like a Zelda clone, but people who would mistake that... Wait, 
I'm reading the sentence all wrong. Anyway, cool. you get the idea. I do. Um, 20, chop lifter. 20. Above bubble pretty bubble. Good. Yeah, it's definitely better than bubble bubble. <laughs> yeah, number uh, nineteen. Ben Benassik has jumped in and said, wow. "Golvelius is a great game." Cool. We can trust Ben. He's a columns expert. <laughs> nineteen. Secret Commando. Secret Commando. So that's kind of like the Ninja, but Rambo style. Huh. Sure. I think. Well, you could argue Ninjas are Secret Commandos. Mm, true. They were commandos before there were commandos. Maybe. I don't know um, what that means. <laughs> Number 18, Asterix. Oh. I didn't mm. know that was a good game. Looks all right. Uh, 17, Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't uh, think NES version's really good. Mm-hmm. Ben says also Asterix is a fantastic game. Wow. 16, Enduro Racer. Oh, I hate to break it, but Mark has entered the chat. He might be able to hear us now. <laughs> if we're lucky. Uh, 15, Double Dragon. Oh. 14, The Ninja. Yeah, that's all right. We played that during that podcast, mm. and that was actually we, pretty cool. We played The Ninja, but was it was it well liked? Yeah, I liked it. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was uh, budget rubbish trash mm. back in the day. But playing it for that podcast, I actually liked it. Mm. I thought it was good. Uh, 13 is Wonder Boy. 12, Alex Kidd in Shinobi World. Mm. Okay. 11, R-Type. At 11? Mm. Wow, that seems harsh. Mm. 10 is Outrun. Okay. We're getting to some good games here. Number 9 is Fantasy Zone. Yep, I can see that. That's good. Number eight is Wonder Boy in Monsterland. Yes, but it should be eight. probably number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, number seven is Castle of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse. Yes, that is a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. One of the best platformers. Number six. I would argue mm-hmm. the Master System version of Mickey Mouse Castle of Illusion is better than the Mega Drive version. Wow. Whoa. Mm. That's the one I have. Yeah. But there's more bits. More bits? <laughs> you mean more levels? Is that what you mean? There's twice as many bits. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Twice as many bits. As, oh, yeah. I see Eight more bits. Yeah. As opposed to more, twice yeah. the amount of content. No, it's no, just no, got no. more bits. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. You were speaking literally, which is very unusual for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's it's written right there on the console. Yeah. 16. 16 bits. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Twice as many yeah. as the other one. Number six is Fantasy Star. Okay. I've never played that. No. No, I haven't either. Okay. Uh, I might have done, but I don't like Japanese RPGs. Fair enough. Number five is Shinobi. Yeah. That's interesting that Shinobi was higher than uh, Ninja Gaiden. Why? Because I thought Ninja Gaiden was more highly regarded. Probably on other systems. Mm. When you're talking about a Sega system, people who like Sega systems and own Sega systems will like Shinobi more than Ninja Gaiden. Okay. I would say. Number four is Psycho Fox. Another game I haven't played. Mm. Wow. It's pretty high, though. That's very high. Considered for nomination, but... 
Breaking news. Hmm. Mark can hear us. <laughs> <laughs> now we're all in trouble. Uh-oh. We're going to be fact-checked every step of the way. <laughs> we probably need it, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. Um, number three is Sonic the Hedgehog. Yep. I like that version of Sonic. That's hmm. a very good version of Sonic. Two, Alex Kidd in Miracle World. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad game, but it doesn't belong at two. Can you guess what number one is? Uh, we haven't yet had Dragon's Trap. That's right. Oh, yeah, that, it'd have to be Wonder Boy 3. Yeah. Okay. The Dragon's Trap. Well, there you go. There you go. Some odd choices. Um, but, yeah, I can see it. I think all the ones I really love were mentioned, mm. I think. Yeah, R-Type. Wonder Boy 2, Wonder Boy 3, Bubble Bobble. Yep. I feel like I'm missing something. Alex Kidd? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, Castle of Illusion. Yeah, maybe that is it. Yeah, I'm looking at the games I have and all the ones that weren't mentioned are like, I like them, but... They're definitely not really great games, I guess. Like Hang On, I like. Uh-huh. But it's pretty basic. Uh-huh. Hmm. Oh, columns on Master System is shite, says Ben Vanasic. <laughs> well, he would know. Is there a columns on Master System? It is on Master System. Okay. Yeah. And it's shite, apparently. Hmm. All right. Fair enough. I will uh, agree with the expert in columns. Mm -hmm. I mean, who could argue, really? No. Well, you'd be silly to do that. Indeed. So what's been going on, guys? Tell us, regale us with stories of your gaming adventures. Am I going? Did you have something, Matt? One. One? You've already spoiled it. Oh. It's in his pocket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've got mail. I've got mail. <laughs> but who's going first? You guys choose. I've been talking for too long and I've got a cold, so okay. I need someone else to talk for a while. Well, I, I delved into the world of Mortal Kombat lore. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I got Mortal Kombat 11 and I started playing the story mode and I was very confused. Uh, no spoilers. No spoilers. Because spoiler for my gaming update, I still haven't played it. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I went back and watched all the Mortal Kombat 9 story mode and watched 10 it? on YouTube. Ah, yep. right. And it's it's like watching a movie. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they, would, uh, they cut the fight scenes down to like basically like the last couple of hits. Yep. So they'd get into the... That's battle. when the cutscenes. Then they'd have just like two little hits, and then yeah. it'd be over, and then they'd watch. Then it was just all cutscenes. Yeah. And so nine like resets the whole thing. Uh, it's almost okay. So doesn't really. I don't want to give it. you spoilers. But it's Mortal Kombat Nine. Well, apparently, it's a long time ago. I think we can pretty much confidently say what it does is wrap up the story of Mortal Kombat 1, 2 and 3 mm. and then leads it into 
a new sort mm. of storyline. But apparently, like, uh, it's not retcon, but it's almost like what they did with Star Trek, where they there's some time travel stuff that like changed a few little things. And mm. but this is all it. It only really matters if you were following the story from all the way from one through to like eight, whatever eight is. I don't know what even that, that yeah. eight is. Yeah. Um, and there's a whole lot of story in that in-between phase which goes into like the history of the game. So I partly know this because I watched like a lore video on YouTube as well. Right. <laughs> and there's like this whole other elder god guy, not an elder god, but someone else. And um, mm. a lot of the games in between three and nine are about like his story and stuff. Yeah. And there's all this other stuff that goes on. Yep. Are you aware of that story? I'm aware of some of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. I think there's a good I think it was a good call taking that and throwing it away. Right. Yeah. So and and yeah, I think that's essentially what they've done. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. So I guess without giving any spoilers, I can't really say much more about it. Maybe. But I really enjoyed it. I played through the story mode of 11 as well. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. Wait, you finished it? Yeah. <coughs> wow. It was a lot of fun. How long did it take you? Um, that's a good question. Um, I didn't really time myself, so it's hard to say. But I feel like there's probably about, with all the cutscenes and everything, maybe three or four hours. Okay, that's yeah. not too bad. Not not that long. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you the videos I watched on YouTube for 9 and 10 were like two and a half and three hours. Mm. So, just the cutscenes on their own are about that long. Yeah. And I wouldn't say... I played it on normal and I didn't find it too challenging. Yeah. The final boss is a bit cheap, so I had to go to like some cheap strategies to to win. Well, it's unlike Mortal Kombat to have cheap strategies. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, well, it was only re- it's only really the boss, the final boss that's like that. The rest of the game you can fight tactically like you would fight another person. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and I'm really loving the game. Like I I want to play it some more and want to learn some more about um the more advanced strategies and stuff. Mm-hmm. I I just learned the basics. There's all these advanced tutorials or more yeah. advanced tutorials. I've heard the tutorials are really really good. Yeah. Well, like apparently they, they talk about like frame traps right. and all that kind of stuff. And it's yeah. really really high level fighting game stuff. Right. That has never been addressed in a tutorial mode in a fighting yeah. game before. Yeah. It's funny. I never really understood about frames and how they talk about they talk about like moves being you know plus five frames or minus yeah. five frames. Yep. I never understood what that was. And I didn't learn that from this game. I've kind of learned it just from knowing more and about fighting games. I guess I'm watching a lot of esports stuff. And mm. um, yeah, so the way I understand that is that when you do a move, there's a recovery period for you as the attacker. And if someone blocks it, there's a recovery period for them as a defender. Yeah, and when they're talking about frames, if it's plus a certain amount of frames, it means that you take longer to recover than the defender. Yeah, if it's minus frames, it means that the defender takes longer than you to recover. Yeah, so moves that are minus frames are safer. Yeah, um, 
although they might also have pushback and stuff like that. Mm. Like on Tekken, I use Paul's burning fist a lot, and I think that's a minus frame move because it's always safe, but it also pushes the enemy back. I don't mm. actually know the, the frame data on that, but yeah, I know it's a safe move just from playing the game. But yeah, anyway... Um, yeah, it's it's so it sounds like it explains that. I haven't actually done those tutorials, but apparently there's also character-specific tutorials as well, which is pretty cool. Um, so yeah, not haven't yet been able to get into that stuff, but the story mode I really enjoyed. Hmm. I pretty much just went into each battle, looked at the options, picked out like two special moves and one combo, and I would just use a combination of special moves, combo, and... Hmm grabs and stuff and yeah yeah that got me through you didn't have to resort to auto combos or anything like that no, no didn't use good. any auto combos i didn't because i remember yeah i remember in i think it was mk10 mkx or whatever you want to call yeah. it um where i got to a certain point uh in the game where i felt like i couldn't just do the combos that i got used to i needed to to push it a little bit further and the only way i could do that other than learning really, really complicated moves was to just turn on the auto combos, which is just, you mash, mash away on one button hmm. and the character just does a massive combo. Okay. <laughs> so you wait for your opening move or opening, you know, thing hmm. where the character's open and then you just start mashing the button hmm. and it just does the auto combo. Okay. Hmm. And I felt that was really frustrating. Hmm. It was kind of a testament to the story mode as well because I just wanted to progress to see what is mm. happening next. Mm, mm. The fighting itself didn't really interest me mm. as much as progressing in the story, mm, mm. but it also cheapened the whole thing. Yep. So, okay. Yeah. yeah, I would just pick out like a, a three or four hit combo. Most of the time, three hits. And sometimes you can cancel them into a special move and mm. turn them into like a four hit combo with a special move at the end. Mm. Um, Actually... I need to roll that back because I just mm. realised I was thinking of Marvel vs. Capcom. Infinite. That sounds more like a yeah, Marvel vs. Yeah, Capcom yeah. thing. Marvel vs. Capcom mm. Infinite, that's what I did in that. Yep. Yeah, it wasn't MK10. Yep. Yeah. I think I just continued to bang my head against the wall to yep. get through some of the fights in MK10. Yep. I think that's one of the things I like about Mortal Kombat on the whole in these newer versions of Mortal Kombat. Well, not... Anyway, yeah. Uh, I think the older versions are like this too, but they seem to have stuck to a format or a type of mechanics that are less reliant on combos. Mm. Of course, like the the guys that are really good at the game do a lot of combos, but I think it's a lot more about um, anticipating the enemy's moves and, you know, playing footsies and stuff and yep. all of those kinds of things than it is about executing combos. Mm. Like, of course, combos are important because... The better you are at doing combos, the more you can punish the enemy when they screw up. Um, but I think it's a lot less reliant on that than like Marvel versus Capcom, for example. Mm. Uh, I mean, but this is coming from me who I never really got into Street Fighter. So maybe Street Fighter is even more so that way. I don't really know. Uh, mm. Yeah, I think it is. I feel like like the game Mortal Kombat's very like you know, the rock, paper, scissor kind of thing where mm. you've got grabs, you've got, like, normal attacks and, you know, special moves. And then, you know, obviously it's much more complex because then you've got, like, jump-ins, you've got overhead attacks, which if the person is blocking 
in a crouch, the overhead will hit them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, in the end, it always becomes about anticipating the enemy's moves. And so then like mixing things up becomes really important. So if you can do that while you're playing, if you can force yourself into that thinking mode where you're thinking about what you're doing mm. and like mixing things up, that is a big part of, I think, being good at playing against other people. Yeah. And I really like that aspect. I have heard that MK11 is more on the footy sort of strategic spacing Mm -hmm. side of things rather than the combo heavy centric that was kind of the Mortal Kombat of old. Yeah. Which I think was the Mortal Kombat after and during 3 where it just felt like... It's all like Killer Instinct style. All you yeah. need to do is string together a combo, and that's that's what you need to do. Yeah. And it feel, from what I've heard, MK11 is sort of dialing it back again to that sort of spacing, strategic stuff. Yeah. So I think that's good to hear. Yeah, that's cool. Mm. I definitely prefer that. Yeah, so it's been really fun. I'm really enjoying it. Cool. Mm. You bought that a couple of weeks after me, I think. Uh, now you finished it. And I still haven't played it. (laughs) (laughs) I was really keen to get into it, particularly the story mode. And Brianna Mm. likes watching it. Mm. We've talked about this before, but yeah, yeah. Um, she's really keen. Is it like the other two, MK9 and MK10, where you you don't just pick a character and play it? You're progressing through various characters' storylines? Yep. Yeah. It's exactly like that. So you get a taste of a lot of different characters. Yep. Not all the characters, but pretty much most of the ones that you know, like all the, the yeah. main characters. Almost like all the good guys, kind of. Mm. Um, yeah, I was initially... I initially didn't like that idea mm. um, when I heard about that mm. with MK9 and MK10. Mm. Uh, but as you're playing it, you start to realise you're experiencing more of the story and also just more of the game. Mm. And you're finding characters that you never would have played before mm. actually interesting to play. And then you think, oh, maybe I can play that in like, you know, versus mode or something like that. Yeah. Because you're, you're experiencing something, you're forced to experience something that you never played before. Mm. And I think it's actually a good thing. Yeah. It really works out really well. Yeah. Yeah, I think they've, the way they've built this game is, is really clever. And I'm really glad that Mortal Kombat is back in a way. Mm. Um because I loved playing it as a kid and it's a real shame when those games come out and they're just horrible. Mm. Yeah, but these ones are really good. Yeah, fighting games have made a comeback. Yeah. So Street Fighter, I think Street Fighter 4 was the beginning of the revival of, yep. of um, fighting games. Yep. And then, you know, um, NetherRealm came out with MK9 with this amazing story mode that blew everyone away and realised, oh, fighting games can actually do good storylines. Right. Um, yeah. And then since then, you know, you've, you've had Street Fighter Four, Street Fighter Five, you've had MK9, MK10, MK11. Yep. They've really been keeping that going, and that's really, like you said, that's really exciting. Mm. It's really cool. Mm. Mm. It's good to see young people, new gamers, experiencing a franchise that, we've grown up at, at with as kids mm, mm. it's really fun yep mm. definitely cool
Yes. Who's next? That's all I have to say on that. Sure. Okay. Why don't you launch into what you've been doing? We've been dying to see the thing that's in your pants. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just let me put this here. (laughs) The thing in your pants or your drink? No. Yeah, that's it. Right. So, the story is I finally finished Exapunks. Yay. Right. Yay! Playing this thing for so long, <laughs> we, we did that podcast when I talked about it. That was when I was ago. near the beginning. Yeah. yeah, it's taken me that long to get through it. How many hours do you think? Uh I should look because it te- Steam tells you these things. Yeah, right. A lot. Uh, uh, no, nah, not really. It, I mean, a few hours here and there. Yeah. But it's pretty yeah. heavy investment, right? Because you're you're basically coding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You work. It's it's work. Mm. I'd imagine someone like you would go through it a lot quicker than someone like me, who has no comprehension of coding at all. Yeah, yeah. Because you have to learn that as well. Yeah, and the tricks and stuff. That I mean, do. I've done some bash scripts and stuff like that, but yeah. you actually know some coding. So, well, I mean, because it started with the Commodore sixty four. I also started with the Commodore 64, yeah. but that's where it ended. Okay. Well, I kept going. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, that's why I have this, because... Uh, he's pulling something out of his pants. We've seen this show and tell before. It's the a secret large, envelope. probably eight inches long. <laughs> what is it? Four inches Pale. wide? Yeah. White. <laughs> it's got some black lettering on it. Yep. <laughs> so mm. what is it it's the secret envelope mm. which I mentioned because I got the special edition hexapods yeah. and right at the very end of the game it rolls the credits and then says now you can open the secret envelope so it's actually <laughs> the very end you got pretty anxious about that huh yeah be, okay yeah because I thought it was going to happen at some critical point in the story or whatever mm. um but yeah, no, it's just it's, yeah. So I thought maybe I'd missed it, or mm. uh, it'd be funny if it was just a piece of paper that said "Hello, hello, 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 hello." Trolled. Wait, have you not opened no, it? I have yet? opened it, but the seal oh. seals up quite well. I was uh. gonna say, like, is, are we witnessing a moment here? <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> so because well, yeah, and I'm trying. I was trying to do it without tearing it. So anyway, I open it, and the first thing that pops out is something that. I got a kick out of because <laughs> we all know my fondness for Activision Atari games. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a patch. Oh, oh that's crap. awesome. <laughs> oh, wow. So I have a Exapunks Power User patch. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Wow. That's a pretty big one, too. Yeah. So, uh, well, you know, I don't know how big. Four inches <clears throat> by. <laughs> <laughs> have you. You're going to have to get a jacket now. Yeah, but it's the only one I've got. I didn't get, in, you know. <laughs> yeah, you like, wouldn't. Then I have a jacket. Ones. Then I have to wear. It's a all embroidered too. It's not like. Yeah, this is fake screen printed like the one I made well for Riverade. <laughs> Power user. <clears throat> yes. Okay, so there's other stuff in here, but this is all story things. These are all things that are like related to the game. I'm really interested, but it's like. Mm. What this, does it say? This one's a a card, a postcard kind of thing, but it's a it's an ad to go to a a nightclub oh. called Dreamlands. No, oh. 
for Saturday, 17th of January, 1998. <laughs> right. <laughs> you might have missed that one. Yeah, I might have missed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's like, you know, DJ Malgam, blah, blah. Yeah, anyway, it's all thing for the mm. world building thing for the game. One of these... The other stuff I can't really explain without like telling the story of what happens in the game. What spoilers? Spoilers, right? Okay, spoilers for Exapunks. Wait, you know, are you going to review like five Punks? minutes? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay, well, why don't we say it's thirty-three <laughs> how <long>? now? <laughs> how long is it going to take you to explain this spoiler? <laughs> a couple of minutes. I don't know. A couple of minutes, if that. So what are we at? Thirty-three minutes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if people come back at thirty-six minutes. We will have stopped talking. Well, it won't be the same because we'll cut, be oh, cutting so much. Yeah. 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 Plus a couple of minutes. Let's just say in three minutes' time, come back, we will have stopped talking about the spoilers in Exabox. <laughs> yeah? Okay. Okay. Starting from? Now. So, yeah. <laughs> so the whole way through the game, you've been, like, guided through by this AI. Mm. It's, a, it's a person. I mean, it's the PST-like person they're talking to. Is anyone um, timing this? I'm timing no, it now. I'm looking okay. at the clock here. <laughs> okay. And and right at the end, they, you know, they achieve their goal, which is like getting all the intelligence. And she goes to you, oh, I figured it out. Everything's a simulation. It's like the Matrix. Ah, I'm not saying that, that exactly. Trick. Yeah. And you're dying from your ple- your disease, the phage. Mm, right. That was like part of the thing. And, you know, you may as well just upload your consciousness into my AI. You're dying what? anyway. It doesn't matter. Mm. So you do it. That, and that's the last mission. You have to... Ah. Pr- Deploy the nanobots into your brain mm. and copy your brain. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. And so, yeah, it does a thing and then, you know, the game shuts off because uh-huh. you died and then it restarts because you're like a reboot the, sort of yeah, thing. Yep. Yeah. And the world's all different. Hmm. Oh my God. That's and then, pretty intense. And then, and then suddenly, oh, I forget what happens exactly, but basically the AI outside of the game interface is talking to you and mm. she's saying stuff like yes I'm look, I'm talking to you mm. referring to you the player not the oh, um, wow. character in the game anyway that's freaky <laughs> that's freaky yeah <laughs> so the other cool. stuff I have is like that it's like a it's, a it's 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 imagining you died and just were left abandoned in your home uh. so it's like 24 hour notice intent to enter premises to verify, you know, it's the cops want to enter your home to yeah. check that you're dead because you're dead. Yeah. But and you're dead. So. Yeah. Wow. And it's like San Francisco Police Department incident report. And it's basically explaining like the cops came to your home and found you just sitting in front of your computer. Oh my God. I'm looking at a yes, <laughs> piece of paper. <laughs> this was what was in the secret envelope. Looks like it's been written in typewriter font yeah because 1998 did they use typewriters in 1998 did they not oh i guess they had computers well the game has computers <laughs> dot yeah. matrix perhaps they had windows police. 98 the police the police it, probably did yeah yeah, yeah. never funded yeah. appropriately <laughs> yeah that's why people die this is really freaky and morbid yeah wow carlo russo san francisco police department Yeah, so that was the end of the game. Can I see that one? Do you want to see this one? But then they talk to you as the player. 
Yeah, but then the game ends anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But sort of what hinting towards? Wait, we've gone past our spoiler territory, okay. haven't we? Have we? Oh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay, you're going to have to look at that in editing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh. So perhaps hinting towards another game. Really? Yeah, there'll be another Zach like, but I don't think it's going to be another game like this. It won't be a sequel. He hasn't done sequels, I think, at all. Wow. As soon as he makes a lot of money. Nah. <laughs> can't resist that truck backing up into your driveway with <laughs> piles of cash. <laughs> and swim spas. I mean, I'm just assuming. Yeah, yeah of course. Goes without saying, really. It does, really. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Multiple swim spas. <laughs> <laughs> A swim spa for every member of the family. <laughs> so Mark that's says, the not the phage again. Bloody yeah. Viridians. Yes. Is, is that a Star Trek thing? Yep. Right. <laughs> They're the ones I who had the phage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Yep. So that's what I am left with from my experience. Hmm. That's amazing. And did you... Did you feel fulfilled... I finished the by game by getting the you know the special edition with all uh, the with the feelies the physical I mean I'm, doobie what's it I got a kick out of the patch mm-hmm. but I, you know I mean the other stuff you know how yeah, I, I just thought about it a way that we can measure like fulfillment post um, entertainment experience uh-huh. it can be measured on the Game of Thrones bar it was either more or less <laughs> fulfilling than Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> it's mm. too soon. <laughs> That'd be difficult. Because I think a lot of people. After I think it's that, pretty polarizing. After that finale. Really? Is that what you think? Yeah. I think most people are just like, it's over. It's finished. No. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like. A lot of people are really angry. Okay. A lot of people are really satisfied. Some people are like you and go, ah, it's mm. finished. Yeah. I'm like that. Mm. Because I was never really invested, but some people are really happy, some people aren't. Mm. It's like the election. (laughs) (laughs) We brought it up again. (laughs) Second time in one night without political commentary. Mm. That's what we do best. Cool. Yeah. Cool. What to play next? Yeah, what do you play next? Uh, Something to come along. Hmm. Mortal Kombat 11. No, No, I know what. (laughs) NTSC version of Kaboom. Oh, yeah. Did you see my cartridge that I sent you? Yeah. No response. No, I... The rudeness. Yeah. He doesn't respond to summons anymore. Hmm. I did. Summoning Matt just doesn't work. Yeah, so you found a Kaboom cartridge on Facebook Marketplace... With a really with crappy the, label. Yes. Yeah. For five dollars. Yeah. I'm like, yes, I want to buy that. Oh, did you? No, mm. because the guy wants. <laughs> he's in Maryland and wants pick up only. Ah. Oh. Yeah, but that's close Maryland to here. Is close. Not to me. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> did you contact him? No. Ah. Oh. Pick up only. Yeah. A tiny cartridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Try it's in really bad condition. Battle. For, yeah, I know. But that's what I want. Hmm. Battle. Hours of traffic. Mm. Mm. Yes. Conundrum. Yeah. Or you just say no. Well, I didn't write to the guy. Yeah. Solved. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's next. 
Kaboom. Uh, we'll NTSE. Max out. Mm. Has to happen. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, but, you know, that's been done before. Sure, but not by you. Once you've done PAL and NTSC, because you've already done the PAL one, yeah. then you you can say you're the king of Kaboom. You, really? Yeah, you'll be the only I'll one. Pr- I've probably done that. The colonel oh, of Kaboom. Probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> see? But, yeah. Okay. You can see <laughs> a spark in Matt's eyes. <sighs> no, no, it's hard work. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing in life is easy. Well, there's a few things that are easy, actually, mm-hmm. but, you know, something's hard. Uh, well, well put. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Profound. Mm. That's what they say, I say, sometimes. Mm. But yeah, cool. <laughs> All right, we're going to close out the podcast. Thanks for listening to mm-hmm. the game. To blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening to Gain the System podcast. If you would like to contact us, the best way to do that is on Game the System forums at gamethesystem.co and now the Discord channel. Mm. Please do join. We've got heaps of people in there, knowledgeable people like Mark Williams. He will fact check us live now. (laughs) Um, Check the show notes for the link to the Discord channel. Uh, You can also reach out to us via email at feedback at gamethesystem.co. You can reach me on Twitter at Mark's Tweet. That's at M-A-R-C-S underscore tweet. I feel like this is uh, like one of those English game shows when they have someone on hand like with a dictionary and they're checking. <laughs> is that a real word? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it's what we need, Yeah, to be fair. <laughs> John Twitches over at twitch.tv slash... Huego. Yep. H-W-A-Y-G-O. Mm-hmm. Matt, what do you do? Look. Right. Matt lurks in the background. Mm-hmm. Watching you. Yes. And others. Watching me, watching you. Aha. Please rate <laughs> us on iTunes. That helps <laughs> us a lot. Uh, and that's it. Thank you very that's much. It. And goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>